Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spill the Tea. One of my favorite segments that we start off with where we're at in the program a week four, where we actually start making changes to the actual food plan itself. This is where I spill the tea each week with our group manager. We break down where you are at, the things that you are focusing and concerned about, and we have a real conversation about it. Plus, we get to be joined by some pretty amazing guests week to week to week. So let's get this party started. Um, first off, I want to introduce Kim. Um, I guess this is where we start to spill the tea because I know so many of our returning members are expecting Anna. And as much as we love Anna, Anna is now the director of group operations, moving on up in the company. And Kim is now our new official manager of the group. So first of all, congratulations. Welcome. I mean, I knew this, but our members may not have known this. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm super happy. So let's let's introduce you a little bit. Um, obviously, you've done the program. You've been successful. You've been with us for a while now, um, and now you're the manager of the group. So this is why we're having this conversation because you are breaking down, you know, where we are at each week. You you have your pulse on the group. You know the questions that are being asked. You you know where the members are at and how they're feeling and the whole vibe of the group. But let's do a bit of a backstory on you. So let's talk about your weight loss journey, um, how long you've been with us, and just sort of where you're at now. Sure. Yeah. I started the program in fall of 2019. So I've been around for a little while. Um, I did have a couple of false starts where I didn't complete the program. I kind of fell off in a few weeks. Mind you, that was way before it was all guides and organized and everything. And once my it finally stuck, I really just saw saw the success and saw what everybody else was seeing at that point. Um lost over 50 pounds on the program. And I've maintained that for over a year now. I did realize this group that I do want to lose a little more. I'm not exactly where I want to be. So I'm now in there with everybody doing, doing it all again. But um, yeah, just feeling really confident. But that confidence in the program actually um, had me want to apply. And I was actually in one of the first hirings that you hired for the, at the time it was Vibe Ambassadors, but now Program Specialist. So I was super excited to just be brought on board to such an amazing team just right at the very start of the business. And it's been nothing but amazing since then. <laughs> I love it. Well, I also love that you're sharing the part about how you did. So you, you did your first program. How far did you get? Mm, I would say, I think it was around week five, six that I kind of fell okay. off. Yep. And how were you doing and why did you fall off? I, I was doing, I was doing really well when I first started the very first week, I think I lost nine pounds the first week, which was week one. Um, But then there's the ups and downs of the scale and a bit of a plateau after, but back then there were no guides on Facebook. There, nothing was really organized by, there was no way to organize the information. So the whoever commented on the last post, that one popped up to the top. So if you missed a day or you missed some information, it really was hard to get back at it. And I think I just felt overwhelmed. Um, But that might be an excuse. 
because yeah it's totally a fucking excuse i'm going to tell you right now because hundreds if not thousands of people went through the program before you and did just fine and were super successful i'm sorry i'm not letting you have that one uh-uh okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was yeah the next what group i did the same thing but i think it was week three that i fell off and it really just you just nailed it it was um it was excuses and i think i was still at that stage trying to find something wrong with your program yeah. so that I didn't feel like I had to be successful at it like other people were. And obviously I'm here now, so I didn't find anything wrong with the program. I actually thought it was pretty fantastic and was really successful, but um, the it's been a bumpy road along the way. There is that messy middle. And I really, I did well my first round. I lost 26 pounds, which I think was amazing because that first oh. full round I did, I didn't start losing till about week six. So wow. I had the very first time I did it, I had lost that nine pounds right away. Of course, I thought I was coming back and I was going to lose nine pounds the first week right away. And it didn't happen. It was nothing for about six weeks. And then I lost 26 pounds in the last six weeks of the program. Didn't see a huge change in my body. There was some changes. I was fitting definitely better into my clothes, but you would think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I was, I think at the time about a size 12 to 14. So it's not, like I, the 26 pounds wasn't as noticeable as I thought it would be on my body, yeah. but round two, that messy middle that everybody talks about with the plateau and my scale, not moving at all. I lost, I think the whole program, I maybe lost 12 pounds that second round again on the back end, but I dropped down to, I was wearing between a size six and eight. Your body changed a lot. Yeah. Less than half the weight I lost in the first round. So it really it's not about the scale. It is in the sense that you want to, there's a lot happening on the scale that you want to get in tune with, but it's not reflective of how the program is working for you. It's just a yeah. reflection of how your body's reacting to the program. So I think that was, that was my big takeaway. And once I, I was uncomfortable, I actually had a friend say to me, like, you're now almost 40 pounds down. It wasn't, this group wasn't a failure. You need to put together both groups together and look at your success and not get stuck in the fact that the scale wasn't moving as quickly on the subsequent rounds after that for me. So you've been successful and obviously you've maintained your weight for a while and now you're deciding to go for more. This is something that happens a lot. It's a big conversation, especially in the maintenance group. And I don't want to get ahead of ourselves and have that conversation. So we'll revisit this back down the road. But really what I wanted to hear, the reason why I want people to hear your story is because you know, you've been there. You really, you know how people feel people feel right and that's what we're going to talk about each week where people are really at it takes one to know one on almost and and really recognizing that people's valid our feels are valid and you know I, I you know I joke and say you know obviously that's not an excuse with the program not being as organized as it is now but you know what I mean there's the, it doesn't matter what the excuse is the excuse is are issues that you need to work through. So even those are valid, right? Feels are valid, excuses are valid. However, anyone feels about the program, the process is valid. I also love the fact that, you know, you didn't follow through on your first one, you came back. I, I love that you didn't lose the weight in the beginning like you thought you did, but you, you stuck with it. Do you know what I mean? And it really just shows that there's very much a journey there. And I hope that just this, just having this conversation and no doubt we'll have a man, many more inspiring conversations to come over the next few weeks, um, just to show is that you know it is possible no matter where you are at where you're starting from how your first group went how your second group went how your third group went because i know there are people who've been here for a few groups now 
It, my point being, it makes you the perfect person to talk about all of this with week to week. So let's talk about week four. This week is no joke. I mean, it's not by fluke that we start these spill the teas in this week. This is the week where we know people, they, they have questions, they have concerns, that this is where all the issues pop up. So, so where are people at? How are people feeling? How's the vibe of the group? What are, what are people asking about? I know that's loaded, but... Where yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a lot. There's a lot going on in the group. Um, yeah, it is. This is definitely the week where people settle in. Those people, we, you know, we've said for the past few weeks, we're not even ready to start talking about the scale or losing weight yet. Yeah. They're ready. They're ready to talk about it now, and yeah. um, people are ready to start making it happen. Um, a lot of members they're starting to notice that their body's settling into the food plan and getting comfortable. So again, like you said, it's a perfect week to let's get their attention because they're getting yeah. a little comfortable. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of people, what's next? So there's a few topics that are um, on their minds. And I think that, you know, we've, we've drawn out from my observations in the group. And uh, one of them I would say would be that the feelings surrounding um, downsizing and their associations with other diets um, yeah. and how, whether they it's similar or different, those associations. Um, food waste issues are another huge one that's come up with people. You know, we most of us came from a, you clean everything off your plate generation. Yeah. And um, oh, that's yeah. definitely an issue that pops up. And yeah. then weight loss expectations. People are expecting that downsizing your portions is going to mean you're losing weight now because you're eating less. And again, that it kind of connects to the first one, the association with other diets a little bit because they expect that less food means lose weight. And um, just trying to get the message across that it's so much more than that on this program. That's heavy. I mean, this is why we call this like going into the messy middle, right? Like <laughs> just all of that. Okay, let's start. Let's start with um, feelings because this brought up because this week most resembles like a diet. You know what I love about this week is that we go from the very beginning of the program where we literally are convincing people that they're not going to gain weight by eating so often throughout the day and nutrient rich foods and eat to satisfaction. And then I think they like kind of just kind of ease into that and they start to let it go. And then we hit them up with this week where literally nothing changes, but you're eating a few bites less and people freak out about, Oh my God, am I, am I going to not eat enough? And what if I cause my body to store fat? And you know, I'm like, and then I'm worried about being hungry. So they, go from like eating like worry about eating too much to worry about not eating enough which if you're catching on brings up all the feels and I think because this is the one week that feels most like a diet and that's exactly why I put it in where it is because you guys have been laying the foundation for the last four four weeks of the program do you know what I mean if you're including prep week it, it's time to dive in like it's time to like bring up the feels it's time to work through all this so looking back how was your experience with week with week four like what do you, do you remember back then your the first time you encountered week four I I do um looking back on it from somebody who has a very deep understanding of the program now I had no idea what I was doing I yeah. absolutely did not 
do it properly. Um, (laughs) But that's one thing that I have learned is you, you actually have to go through that to recognize, which is why obviously you have another week of downsizing coming up. So when you do, but yeah, it's really alert, spoiler alert, Kim's still in the tea. If you're new to the program, we're going to downsize again. So we're going to downsize this week. Then we're going to give you a break from it. We're going to bring it back to satisfaction, maximize my, your efforts, still expecting the scale to move, but then we're going to revisit. So in a sense, we know this is a practice round for people. We know this is a practice round for people. Okay. Sorry. Yes. And that's exactly it is I looking back on it. I, I wasn't, I wasn't connected enough to those mindfulness questions in order to even know how to downsize. You know, I was one of those people that a few bites less means I've put this amount of food on my plate and I'm going to leave a few bites behind. And that's what downsizing looked like for me. And now when I think back on even those first couple of rounds where even though I, you know, I did lose 26 pounds, which is amazing. I think if I had dug in and really been aware of that mind body connection and really paid attention while I was eating, I'm very guilty of not paying attention while I eat of working, eating at my desk or having conversations. And I didn't take the mindfulness questions seriously. So I didn't do the work in week three to set myself up for success in week four in the past program. So I think that was um, my experience later on after really understanding why we do the mindfulness made the experience of downsizing much easier for me. And I was, I feel much more confident with how I did after that. Yeah. So that's interesting that people, it brings up the feels like I, like a diet, but I think, I mean, if you're paying attention, like we're not counting, we're not weighing, we're not measuring. This is something that we're doing mindfully. Like when have you ever put this kind of thought really into your food choices and what you're eating and when and how much and all of that, besides just being external and cutting and counting and measuring, you know, and it's hard to like, it's hard to tell people how this is. It's I mean, I don't mind that people call it a diet. Right. And I, I'm not trying to pretend like it's, it's not a diet. I think you do have to understand that a lot of people come into this process, bringing in the baggage of their old diets. Right. And they're kind of like either trying to do the same things or, you know, be like, Oh, this, I'm just going to gain all this weight back again. Or, well, the scale's not moving right away. Like it did in all my other diets. So this isn't happening for me. I think for, so I think you have to recognize, I think the takeaway for this, this, you know, the, the dealing with diet issues that can pop up with this week is that they're meant to, first of all, and if you if you're having them recognize you're doing the work, it, it's all it's all part of it. Do you know what I mean? And and I just think that sometimes you need to just kind of be open to the fact that this is a little different open to the fact that these these feels are valid. And these feels are, are part of this week and working through them to truly get to the other side where you're working through a lot of like a lot of your diet history, a lot of your beliefs that you have, like your body hates you, it's just trying to make you fat, that you can't do this, a lot of that, like the feels are part of it, even including the feels of, you know, that it brings up because of all the other diets that people have have done. Do you find the same thing? I do. And I think the feels aren't just part of it. I think they could be the most important part of this week. They are, um, you're not going to really get that mind body connection if you don't almost surrender to it. And, you know, it's like that, the post you put on Instagram the other day with the wave, like you gotta, you gotta paddle out and you gotta, you you know what, you're going to fall, you're going to crash and burn. Hopefully you won't drown, but um, you know, it's, it's the feels are, the feels are the part of it. I think that's really what sets this 
the living method away apart from other diets and programs is that you're actually working on those associations and those feelings and yeah. you really have to you have to get through them you can you can only avoid them they're still going to be there you can avoid them for three groups but that fourth group if you really want to get to your finally and forever and be able to maintain it you need to part of the work is just feeling those feelings oh i like this one from marnie okay kim oh where to go okay kim can you put that on the screen uh Tim, okay, Kim, where'd it go? Okay, here we go. You just opened my eyes. Downsizing isn't just about eating a couple bites less. It's about knowing when we are getting close to being satisfied and then stopping just before. That means we really need to be in tune and work hard in, in week three, round three. And I just figured out that, yeah, just figured it out. I mean, that's, I think that it comes down to those four mindfulness questions. I think, and that's where we're talking week three, because week three is the one week that people kind of blow off because those four mindfulness questions are like, what is this? It's kind of like, it's, what is this going to do? You know, and, and it makes sense because a lot of people are so disconnected from their body that they're not really all in with those. So here's, here's what I want to say before we move on to our next topic. If you're starting to realize the importance of those four questions, because you can't count and weigh and measure your way forward in this, you, you cannot do that. And I know people are continuing to do that. Then double down, start asking now and don't stop asking those questions. Right. And if you're unsure about them, you know, make sure you ask and make sure you check out that post that we did with Rebecca, one of our program specialists who ran you through, um, you know, her process of asking the four questions, make sure you read over the notes, you know what I mean? Like really understand the importance of that. Cause those four questions, we're not going to stop. You're going to keep asking those four questions until you get to a point that you've lost all of your weight. So when you're in maintenance and you're living your life, you don't have to ask yourself any of those questions. Your body's going to tell you when to eat, what to eat, and also how much to eat. So, so double down on those four questions. Uh, it is not too late. Um, let's go into the next one food waste issues. So this was the next topic that people are, what's the deal with food waste issues? It, food waste issues is a, it's a big issue and it's bigger than I think our whole, our history of having to clean our plates. You know, um, mm. a lot of us Ooh. were brought up, you know, whether it's food scarcity or um, just money wise, or it's just, it's just a thing, right? People fit, clean what they have in their plates. But I think um, people feel like they should clean their plates for a variety of reasons. It's not just because they've been raised that way. Um, some of it's because they're afraid of being hungry later. If I don't finish this now, what if I'm hungry later? Uh, some of the people are, it's a, almost an emotional attachment to the food that they're eating, especially if it's delicious. They're just, you get in that mindset of, but I'm never going to be able to have this bite again if I don't eat it now, sort of, and yeah. trying to, you know, set yourself up for that realization that, you know, you could probably make the same meal next week and have a bite of it then. But yeah, yeah I think that's a lot of connections. It's much deeper than just not wanting to throw away food, I think. Yeah. And also not something you're going to, because of that, like work through overnight, right? Like, and, 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 you know, I've said a couple of things to, you know, people resonate, like your, your body's not a garbage can. Like that's not where the waste goes. You're not saving the food by not eating it. You can't eat more food and have it last you longer. So if you eat more food right now, it's not going to stop me from maybe being hungry later on. You know, it's all about, you know, making sure you're eating enough throughout the day and, and eating to satisfaction 
to make sure that you're not hungry later. Um, I get it. Like Tony, for example, man, he's a, he goes crazy on Thursday mornings when it comes to like throwing out food. That's bad, man. Oh, he just puts him in a whole mood. I, I one time saw him pull everything out, just everything out. He was so upset about it and just like, ah, the waste and whatever. And we don't have to worry about money. Like we are so blessed. We don't have to worry about that. But you know, his, maybe his family did. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Cause we'll go out for a nice dinner and we'll spend a lot of money on dinner, but man, you throw away a little itty bitty piece of cheese like that. And that man is fuming, you know, like he has real issues with it. Um, you know, um, I, I, you know, the one thing that I suggest that people do, my biggest takeaway is like, take out, I'm the takeaway queen. Like if I go to a restaurant, man, I've been some, I've been to some fancy restaurants and I asked for that doggy bag. First of all, especially when I'm paying that kind of money, I want to make sure that I'm taking it all home. I paid for it, whether I'm eating it or not, I'm taking it home. And then someday, sometimes I feel like that's sort of step one where you're not eating it. You still get to, you don't have to deal with it yet. You don't have to deal with it yet. You, you pack it away, you bring it home, you put it back in the fridge. And then maybe the next day I'll like see it and be like, oh, I'm so happy I get to eat that today. That was so yummy. Or I'll forget about it, right? And then by the time I forget about it, then I have to deal with it later. Tony gets to deal with it as he's throwing it up. <laughs> <Thursday morning. laughs> You know, or even like even the smallest amount um, when you're at home, put the rest in a, in the Tupperware and put it in the fridge. So there's a couple of ways you can deal with this. You can deal with it. First of all, minimize it um, by being mindful about that first when you're portioning it out on your own. Right. How is this portion for me? If you think it's too much, put some back because you can always go back after you ask the four questions. And if you're still hungry, go back and eat some more. Do you know? So that's one thing that you can do is sort of like ask yourself, how is this for me if I eat this or you can eat what you think is, you know, if it's, it's start with a smaller portion, ask the four questions. If you're still hungry, then go back for more and then downsize that if you want to get real particular about it. But I also think that's not the best way because you, you're not always going to be in situations and circumstances where you have control over what's in front of you. And I think you have to get used to seeing visually leaving food on your plate, right? Like that's, 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 you have to get used to seeing that and get comfortable with that. And so, but here's the thing about working through issues. I do want to say, because to me, it's just like, things will keep coming up that are bothering you, that are irritating you, that you're wrecking, like, what's wrong with me? I'm dealing with this. Why can't I do this? And you know, that's to, you're not going to get that answer right away. You know, it may take days, it may take weeks, may take months, may take another group for some people coming. Like I know some people are like, oh, I'm finally just getting this now. Well, that's probably also tied to years and years and years of dieting and years and years and years of thinking and doing things a certain way. So, so this is why awareness is so like, this is why if you are aware that you have food waste issues, that's a win. Like that in itself is a massive win. So it's not about doing things perfectly. It's bringing awareness to why you are doing the things you're doing or why you feel the things that you're feeling. The four questions, uh, here's this, the four questions helped me from really cutting down food um, because I had the mindset of eating less, lose more. This program has changed my mindset. Yeah, man, on the other side, right? You'll notice that I never talk about controlling. We're not trying to control portions like even when it comes to you know um downsizing our portions we're not cutting portions this is something that we're doing mindfully right and really kind of being being in tune and being into okay what's the next one what's the next one the next one is the weight loss expectations that people have oh. for this week it's you know they we've we've cut the amount of food we're eating that means the scale is going to start moving right gina <laughs> 
Yeah, I like that. Can you guarantee me the scale's going to move? Someone actually yeah. said, can I expect the scale to move this week? And I, I, my answer was like, no. And then, of course, one of the program specialists came in and they were so nice about it. And they were so like, <laughs> explained it. But I was like, no, no, you cannot. Um, I'm the worst salesperson for my program, honestly. Um, it's like the reality is, here's the thing. And this is why it may seem a little bit um, not empathetic or sympathetic for people who aren't losing yet, because don't that I, I absolutely am. But I also know that if people like yourself stick around long enough, you're going to be successful. I also know for some people, it just takes a little longer. So I have like, I'll bet money, I'll bet my children on the fact that you're going to reach your goal as long as you keep showing up and working towards your goals, right? Because there's, there's no reason why you can't. But it's that expert, and I get it, right? I've been, I, I, I'm like, who's going to keep doing a weight loss program? where four weeks gone by and they haven't lost any weight. I would not blame anybody for bailing. But if you would have bailed, you know what I mean? Your second time around where you didn't lose until later in the program, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be a success story. Do you know what I mean? So I, I get it. I totally get it. And that's why I may not be as empathetic and sympathetic, but man, I have mad respect for people who keep going and keep showing up. And I, and I just know this is what I'm saying. If you just stick around to the end of the program, you know, this is why this, this, it's going to be worth it. But I get it though. I, and, and here's the thing also with this is like, yes, we're starting to, and I think they get this because I say we haven't even started to try to lose weight yet. Right. In the weeks leading up, we haven't started to try to lose weight yet. This is the week we're actually starting to try, but it ain't going to necessarily happen overnight. And then it, the, what you are doing right now may lead to the scale moving next. I can't wait for next week's conversation because I know you're going to have on the list. People are surprised that they're losing weight this week, even though it's, we're not downsizing or people are wondering how am I supposed to lose weight this week when we're not downsizing. So I love that conversation because weight loss is based on momentum. It's not what you did yesterday or the day before. It's, you know, really all the choices that you're making leading up to your body deciding to go in to focus on releasing that fat, you know, and then what happens and translates on the scale, which can be a whole week later. So, so yeah, so expectations, the, the feels are real. And did you have this? I mean, how did you deal with this? Like you, let, let's hear from you. You're the one who went forever and didn't have that scale move. I think I, I, I did have that expectation. So it, it was frustrating and mm -hmm. it's exactly, as you said, though, it, it doesn't make sense to people who are used to other diets that have done every diet. It, in the world in their past to actually have them eat more next week or eat to yeah. satisfaction. I shouldn't actually say eat more because you might actually eat less next week, but you're eating yeah. to satisfaction. So you're not necessarily going to be eating more next week, but yeah. you're not going to be actively pursuing downsizing next week. And your scale will move then instead of this week, if it doesn't move this week or yeah. two weeks from now. And I think this, this is where we start to learn patience in the program, because as soon as you see that happening, it's a bit of an aha, things are not going to happen as I expected them to. Maybe I should trust the process. Well, patience. No one, I have, I have four kids, man. I have patience for days. I find that patience is something that people do not have, especially when it comes to that. I do want to talk about what you just said, because what's going to happen with downsizing is that your body is going to adjust to smaller portions and using less insulin to feed into what it's used to getting. So you will notice coming off the heels of downsizing when you are eating back to satisfaction, 
chances are your portions are naturally going to be smaller. I mean, that's a conversation we're going to be having next week. But when I say this is how one week leads into the next leads into the next, it's not just reducing portions, but we're not, we're downsizing. And it's not just eating slightly less. It's getting the body to react. It's bringing up all the feels. And it's something that our body is building on as you get more in tune with the portions that your body actually needs instead of what it's used to next week this is going to lead to your portions naturally starting you're going to notice your portions going to be smaller because your body's going to adjust to the amounts of food that is coming in this week which is so super cool okay kim i'm, I'm mindful of the time we got to get our guests on what are your biggest tips and takeaways um for this week for our members um, well, I feel like I cheated a little bit this week because I did do the best advice tips on Sunday that were put out, <laughs> but um, I will share them anyway. So um, you don't have to be perfect with it. Yeah. Um, and that's the big thing is it is practice. The This is really where you're going to recognize where you need to work harder on that mind body connection. So this week's not about being perfect. This week is about really understanding the importance of that mind-body connection and adjusting yourself accordingly. Um, yeah. I would say, remember, it's just a few bites less, so don't overthink it. Don't think I need to leave a quarter of my plate. Don't think I need to leave like all of the leafy greens or vegetables. Like just yeah. have a few, when you feel like you're almost done and you're almost satisfied, just stop eating and walk away. Um, yeah. Listen, and as far as that and the in the food waste issues, um, one thing I did learn and that I kept in mind, in addition to your body's not a garbage can, is nobody's going to take the food back after it's been on your plate. You can't return it to the restaurant and get your money back. You can't return it to the store and get your money back. So it's already gone. So, you know, keep that in mind. It's where else is it going to go? And if you don't need it and you're going to feel crappy afterwards because you ate too much, you're going to feel full. It's not serving you either. Um, and then I think my other one would be just, you know what, you might feel hungry and that's okay. You might not feel hungry and that's okay. There's that expectation people have that they have the fear of being hungry, but then they also have the confusion when they're not hungry. And um, don't put too much into that because it's really, it's not about hungry, not hungry. It's about really getting that mind body connection. Yeah. And bringing awareness to it. Okay. I love this conversation. I'm so excited to be back and spill the tea. I'm already looking forward to our conversation next week. Kim, thanks for so much for joining. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
joining us. Uh, it's time to introduce our new guest, which I'm really looking forward to. Okay, so Charmaine and Deborah. Deborah's been doing the program. This is her fourth time. Um, Charmaine has, this is on her second round. Um, I mean, not only part of our amazing Livy Loser community, but um, they started doing these 90 minute sort of recaps. And um, this is where we saw them and we're like, okay, we've got to have these ladies on. They're literally recapping the program while they are eating cake. I mean, if come on, right? So I think it's time to meet them. Let's bring them on. Let's introduce Hi, them. Losers. Hi, Libby Losers. Deborah and Charmaine again doing our 90 second week three recap. Biggest takeaway, your weight has to settle down. It needs about three weeks to settle down after indulging. I've been indulging straight legit from, <laughs> I know, right? Drinking, eating, baking, everything. And my weight has is now starting to come down to its lowest low. Three and a half weeks for me to see that. But my anybody whose weight is like up, chill out. It'll come back down, stick with the program. Mind blown. For me, the lives, I know we don't have to watch them, but it really makes a difference for me. It gives me the ability to stay connected so that I can focus on the goals that I'm trying to reach. So that's so, it. That's Our 90 second recap done. Mind blown. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Hi, Gina. Hey, Libby Loser. How are you? <laughs> well, you know what we do. Are you ready to spill the tea? Are you ready to give us everything? Absolutely, We're so excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So Deborah, Charmaine, first thing, um, how, how your friends, how do you know each other? Let's start with that. We're, we're friends. Uh, her husband uh, grew up, we grew up in the same neighborhood and my brother and her husband are best friends. So we've kind of known her, her hubby for about 50 years. <laughs> and then she came on the scene, <laughs> stole him away from us. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Okay. So Deborah, you, I, the, the story goes, so you, you've been doing the program. This is your fourth group now. Um, now I know that you've struggled with concussions, which obviously can make, you know, not only like managing weight, but losing weight much more difficult. So when, what's the timeline on that? When did you have your concussion? So, you know, I know you used to be super fit. You used to be very active. You had a concussion that really limited your ability to be active. Where does the Livy method fit into that? Like, when did you start following? Sure. So I started following in January of, um, of, uh, 2021 and okay. I, I had my concussion in January and, and I had a severe concussion. So I lost my speech, my vision, oh. my balance, my oh. sanity. Um, and I gained 50 pounds because I really legit could not move. Right. Wow. And, and I'm someone who like, you like I play basketball, football, soccer, badminton, like I'm out there, I'm doing things. But I couldn't, I couldn't move. I couldn't even walk. No. My neurologist uh, says to me, listen, I'm going to tell you what you need to do to get better, but you're, you're going to think I'm crazy. He says, I need you to, to think about this. Heal your gut. Heal your brain. And I was like, no, give me, give me my pills. I want some yeah, pills. <laughs> right? Like you're a neurologist. Like you got some pills. And he, you know, and this is like my neuro consults for the NFL. So he, I mean, you know, he deals with, you know, high level concussions. And he said, I need you to meditate three times a day. I need you to take okay. omega threes. I need you to focus specifically on diet and nutrition. I need you to eat healthy fats. I need you to exercise. I know it's going to hurt, but use pain as a tool to move your body, find those limits, come back and then stretch it further the next time. 
So when I found your program, which was actually by fluke, uh, my friend, Michelle, who's, who's your program specialist, Michelle Scrimger Brown. Uh, oh, was, wow. I know, right? She lives in my neighborhood. So she was posting on Facebook, raving about Gina Libby. And I thought 75 bucks. And I, so I went on your website. It's like, I ain't following those no skinny white woman on the internet. I ain't doing it. And, <laughs> and, right? and then, you know, I had to eat my words because everything in your program aligned with my neuros recommendations. The differences and the, the big clincher is that you lay it down step by step by step by step how to follow how to use how to use food to heal yourself how diet mm -hmm. plays an essential inextricable uh, link in making you better use food to heal mind huge huge yeah huge honestly tony are you listening because we have to hire deborah for marketing so okay. she's gonna she's gonna do all of our marketing right you're hired you you work for the company you're hired now just so you know <laughs> Uh, you're right because I mean you're right that I'm right. Um, you know I, I we're out there and we're thinking about all these diets and these programs and everyone will tell you do this do that but they don't have a, a method for it. They don't have a, a step by step for it. You go to your doctor and like hey you gotta you gotta eat, take your omega threes and heal your gut and do all these things. Okay, but how you know and, yes. and in a way that's also low stress on your body for someone oh. like you is really important. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Important. and so just just to follow up on that. What you say about moving your body is so key. You don't have to, like, listen, I ain't out there playing football, okay? However, I went from walking 25 seconds to 17, 20 minutes. That is, took me two years to get there, wow. but that was me moving my body. Like, you can sit there and do some weights and sit and sit down so you don't have to, like, have stress on your head and move. Those little bits make a huge difference. And, and, and progress over perfection. Yeah, absolutely. Bang on, bang on. Where we get there. So where are you at in your journey? So you're, you're four groups in, you're getting close. Where are you at? I, okay. So I'm 47 pounds down and group three. I know it was, it was terrific, big. right? Big. It's big. It's big. It's big. It's all about me. Thank me. Yeah, that's um, big. 47 pounds down in group three. I, I, I was a petty bitch. I got cocky. Like, like you wouldn't believe I was like, I only got 21 pounds to go. Shit. I, I can fall off the program. I mean, it's October. It's Halloween. Bring the candy. Like, I, I, I wasn't even, I wasn't even about, Oh, let me have one and I'll stop. No, no. I'll have candy today, tomorrow, for breakfast, for lunch. I I did that straight. I was eating like a mofo from late October, and my birthday's in December, and then Christmas. So it, it is what it is. So yeah. and and also it was self-sabotage because I saw the 21 pounds and I thought, oh, I could really hit this if I really focused. Yeah. And yeah. I got scared. I got scared. And so I really had to kind of step back, tune in and really dig, dig up what that was about for me. You know, like what, what was that about? I think part of it was um, seeing myself in a different way. So I had to go from seeing myself as someone who was kind of out there doing my thing to someone who was bedridden for a huge amount of time. Um, I had to re-identify with a part of me that I was still getting to know. 
So I'm not the Deborah that I was two years ago. Um, and maybe that's okay. I'm, st I'm still, I'm still learning to accept that. However, really looking at who I am now, um, given some of the limitations that I have, um, yeah. learning how to work within my new parameters, that, that is a mind shift. Yeah. 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 So I'm doing the math and this is your fourth group. Yes. And so you're how so so the last group would have been the group that you were struggling a little bit, but that would have yeah. been Charmaine's first group. And it's because Charmaine, this is your second group. So how did you get involved? Did she get you to do this? And then you she started doing it and she's not doing it. She's eating all the Halloween candy and then you're doing it. What, what's the story there? <laughs> oh, okay. So so my birthday's in June. So Every, every January and June, I reassess where I am with my goals. Oh, nice. uh, I'm, a, I'm married with a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. And I would say this is the first time since I had my, my daughter that I, was, I had the, the bandwidth to really focus on me. Yeah. So when I met, so like for Deborah and I, we, we've been in circles together for years but it was only july of last year that we we her brother arranged for a cottage getaway for our two families and and his so three separate families were there together and you know i i think it i, I think i kind of gabby bead this into existence without even realizing it because she and some other ladies were there talking about, yeah, Deborah was talking about, I'm in this program and it's about, you know, losing weight in a healthy way. And I don't even know exactly the words that she used, but it, it hit, a, it, it struck with me. And I said, okay, I'm going to check this program out. I'm going to check it out. And at that time, the next program wasn't starting till fall of that year. So, so I joined and the, the running joke between us is even though this is my round two, <laughs> it's kind of really my round one. Okay. Okay. So much of it I did wrong. So much I self-sabotaged. So I was like, oh yeah, I know that. And so the best way for me to describe it is, is I kind of treated the, this, the program when I started in the fall is like I was doing, building something from Ikea. So okay. I, I, looked, I looked at the instructions and said, yeah, I know that. Throw the instructions yeah. away. And then I was constantly behind the eight ball because, no, I got that wrong. Oh, green, case in point. Vegetables. It, what, the program started in September. This one comes to me in like November. Did you know lettuce was not a vegetable? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? The whole idea, leafy greens. Mind blown. And she had the book. Didn't read it, apparently. No, no. Didn't, didn't read it. Didn't properly read the book. So for so much of it, this is really like my true round one. Yeah. yeah. So I want to revisit that because I think so many people feel that. They have preconceived notions of dieting, what it takes. We, we almost get, and I don't know your history of dieting, but we almost feel like we're experts at it. Like, we know this. You're not going to tell me anything new. Same shit, different package. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So I think a lot of people, especially this week and week four, are really resistant to ask those four questions. So we think, what is that? What is that going to do? Before we get in and asking you a bunch of questions about it, where are you, where are you at now? How are you feeling with your, sec with your second group? 
Uh, I, I'm really excited. I am really yeah. excited because, you know, I'm at a place where I'm ready to commit to it. Uh, I'm at a place where I have totally, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I am so excited of, of reaching finally and forever. And I, I feel like, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't know when you want to get into that part of the story in terms of how we even started the Instagram and the nine, the 90 days, but I put it out there. Right now. You know what? This is the last January. Yeah. This is the last January that I weight loss is going to be a focus. It's the last one. So then I, so I presented that to Deborah and I said, I think we should start an Instagram. I think we should do that. And she goes, yes, let's do it. It was like, okay, I don't know what that means. Okay. (laughs) And then, so then I said, I think I put myself out there. I put it in that first post. This is the last January that I'm going to focus on weight loss. I was like, oh, what did I do? I, but we jumped in. We jumped in. And there was something that Charmaine had said that stuck with me and it resonated with me like deep within my, my soul. And it was, let's live in the promise of finally and forever. And I had, I had never really conceptualized that part of Mm. the, you know, part of the reason the third round was hard for me was because I refused to visualize myself at the end. Mm. What does that end game really look like for me? Feel like for me, how am I walking? How am I moving? How am I feeling inside? It's different. So, so I, I legit now, I will stop um, during my, my morning meditations. I think about, okay, okay, 21 pounds gone. How are you going to feel when that, like, how are you going to look? What are you going to wear? What is anything different? Um, um, how does your mind shift? Um, there's so much there. Yeah. yeah. How do you relate to yourself emotionally? Does that change? Yeah. That's deep. That's deep. That's really deep. So how do you, so this, so this week we're in week four and I know you've been here before and you know, there's people who haven't lost. What did you, did you lose right away? I didn't ask anything about your story, but there's, there's people who are questioning their, the, the process. They're questioning their, that it'll work for them. They're questioning all of it. What would be, what would you say? What would you say to them to, to get, to grab hold of it and get to that place where you're really internalizing it? You're really, you're, you're really honoring that promise to yourself. Cause a lot of people signed up with the best intentions. They want this to be their finally and forever. They want this to be the last time they've ever lose weight. I, I'm, of course they want it, but how do they get to that place where you're at? Do you want to take this one or do you want me to go? Uh, I, I'll start. So for me, it's astonishing to me that when I started fall of, 22, 22, I thought I was committed. I thought it was ready. And um, the truth is life. Like I'm a mom with two young kids. Life is going to, it's going to come after you hard. And uh, for me, it's been almost, if you include pregnancy, it's been 14 years of me neglecting myself. So Gina, you hit me hard when that first live that I listened to is that I'm carrying weight because I trained my body how to do so in terms of not listening, not, not eating when I was hungry, 
not drinking when I was, when thirsty, not sleeping when I was tired. And, yep. you know, I re that was me. Hands down, that was totally me. And even though I made the decision in the fall to start doing that, changing 12 years of habits not, is not easy. Yeah. It is hard. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort and commitment. And it's frustrating as frustrating as fuck. It is hard. Yeah. It is really hard to dedicate all that time to yourself after not doing it for so long, after having commitment of marriage, of children, of job getting in the way. It, it takes a lot and it's hard. Hmm. I'm not sure if that answered the question, but oh, that was, yeah, that was a really good answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For for me, for for week four in particular, and and I think my answer may apply to perhaps the whole the whole session, but sure. it really is lean in, mm -hmm. lean in to the program in its entirety, because once you do, it will revolutionize every part of your life your relationships, yeah. um, how you meditate, how you socialize, your friends, how you see yourself. It, it, it will elevate every portion of your life. And I can point back to each round and probably, lead, probably like take off 10 to 20 things that have elevated as a result of having taken the time to focus on me. So mm. if you lean into it in its entirety, your life and how you move, like the very essence of how you move will radiate differently. And yeah. that is why I like love this program. And as yeah. much as I, 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 I hate the idea of cutting back and, and putting a little less on my plate, is it really that hard? Like, seriously, is it really that yeah. hard? Um, yeah, lean in. You just, you, you have to embrace it. You got to walk through it. And if you don't walk through it, you'll, you'll never know. Do you, um, do you speak to each other like this? You know, because I, so I used to work at this women's club and I would talk, have individual conversations, know people want to lose weight, struggle with their weight. They go, they work their ass off in a class, they come back. And next thing you know, they're talking about how oh, I had this, had that. Then they're talking about drinking wine and swapping cookie recipes. Like this, this real, this thing that you do this 90 minutes, I think it's beyond just doing a recap. It's like getting really real. And do you have these conversations with each other? Like, are you having these deep, like, this is where you're at? Because I know yes. some people like you're lucky to have, you do. Oh yeah. We, yeah. And we recognize that. And I have two things to say about that. So number one is we, we joke about all the time, how it's a blessing that we are doing this together but it's like, we can't talk about this with almost anybody else that we know. Who's going to believe it? <laughs> it's like, what? So, so it's like, you know, when the, when the winter program was coming around, um, we were joke. I, I was joking and saying like, I can't market for Gina. It was like, I'm, I'm on this, I'm on this weight loss plan. And it's amazing. How much have you lost? Nothing, but it's really a good program. It was like, I couldn't market for you people would think I was crazy. So that's number one. So number two is, um, you know, I, I'm going to call you out now. You can call me out after. But last week when we, you were talking about maximizing and the 20 questions, um, it, it hit me. It hit me hard. 
so hard that I spent that morning doing this. Okay. So let me uh, tell you what she hold did. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. So it's a tracker of the okay. 20 questions. So, so then I said, so I called her because we talk every day, multiple times a day. Yep. I called her and I said, I, I, I did a 20, 20 questions tracker. And she just says, I don't need that. I don't need that. It's like, okay, that's fine. Took all the wind out of my sails, but that's okay. You don't need it. You know, and then and then we had a deeper conversation about it. So no, then- there was no deeper conversation. This petty bitch said to me, Oh, what is question number 19? I don't know. Well, then apparently you need the you need the 20 questions. Just <laughs> like, okay. I was trying to play nice. No, and I was trying to play nice. And, and I have to say, the way she's laid it out, the 20 questions are accompanied by a 31-day, you know, spreadsheet. So each day I have to go through all the 20 questions and score myself to see how I'm progressing. So it is, it is, it is real. I mean, I, I, you know, if we're on, you know, calling out people, apparently, um, (laughs) you know, my girl, my girl says to me and she, you know, and, and I love her because, you know, she's, she's so dedicated, you know, and she says, set point theory is a real thing. And my set point is really strong it is and i looked at her and said wait you you, you ain't been you ain't been consistent for three weeks straight <laughs> like i don't i don't know if you i don't know if that's set point or, or, or you just goof it off but but no we do have these we do have these conversations and i think that one of the um, most beautiful parts of this program um like i said if you lean in um you will find your people right you will find mm-hmm. your people who you can really get in the weeds with about this and and who are willing to have conversations because this is this really is not a weight loss program. I mean it's a weight loss program but it's not a weight loss program. Yeah. Um yeah. you know this this is a life level up program. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't have signed up for that. <laughs> so no. You don't need to sign up for that. Everyone wants to just hey, that that that's exactly I mean we found you. Do you know what I mean? I'm like how do I how do I not know who they are and maybe I've answered questions or maybe whatever and throughout the way uh, but it really I guess you put that put it out there and you put that video out there and I like immediately saw it and I'm like we have got to talk to them oh, so the Kate, while talking about this weight loss program is just uh everything I, yeah yeah is that how do you frame it how do you frame it you frame it it's a journey is that what it is for you yeah it definitely is a journey it um it's 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 been a long time if ever that I've really taken the time to go deeper into myself and figure out, okay, taking that time for me, for health yeah. and to, so I, I definitely feel like it's a journey. And I had one other, one other thing I wanted to say is yeah, in the live today, you were talking about a comment where somebody was saying, isn't it dangerous to be tracking the numbers the way you are? And I said, you know what, as Deborah said, lean into the numbers. Because yeah. it's just another measure of how your body's talking to you. Oh, and no. to me, that's so exciting. Because you know what? Last night, last night I was hungry. So okay, yeah. this is good. I'm hungry. I don't need to be hungry. I don't need to eat anything right now. So lean into that conversation and what your body's telling you. It, it numbers, it's just it's just facts. Numbers are so important. Like I, I work in market measurement science, right? So I, you know, 
numbers spreadsheets. I love being able to take numbers and then paint a picture with words, right? Like that's where the magic happens. And this is how I frame up your program. Every other other weight loss program is about the, 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 the quantitative data, right? Your program is legit hitting qualitative data on so many levels that you no one would even think of. How do you track that? But that's the meat of what you do. That is the exciting part of what you do. Oh my gosh. Like the qualitative measures of this program are just resoundingly good. Yeah. 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 Non-scale victories, favorite non-scale victories. I got like two minutes. I'm trying to fill all of it. Uh, for me, she into said the two minutes. Hurry Early up. into the program, I was having some hip flexor issues. Yeah. Drinking more water solved that. Yeah. Was not expecting that. For me, yeah. the calm magnesium at night. Sleep hygiene is super important for me to heal. Yeah. Calm magnesium, that, that's that's it. I love it, love it, love it. Favorite thing about the program? Uh, it's the a, lives. For you, the lives? Yeah, definitely um, the lives. It, it I helps. I know you don't have to watch them, but it helps because you're recommitting to yourself every single yeah. day. My favorite thing is that you you force me and challenge me and encourage me and inspire me to go deeper into me. It's mm-hmm. about me first. Ain't no one coming to save me. Um, so I got to do the work. And you, you, you lay the, the platform beautifully to be able to do it. Ladies, stop. Can we just talk all day, all night for the next 61 days? Honestly, can we have you back though? Can we, can we? Oh, we are sure. We love it. We love it. So, you know, I'm always hesitant of putting pressure on people who are, you know, you, you, it's that accountability factor and that, you know, revisiting people because you never know what happens in the, in their lives. But I'm going to bet on you too. Can we please have you back towards the end of the program? We're betting on us. Yeah, we're betting on us. Yeah, yeah, I'm betting on you too. Um, that's our time for today. Ladies, I cannot. I love you. I adore you. I just, I'm oh, so grateful you for you for taking a chance on our program and being such an amazing part of our community. Um, thank you so much. Um, we're going to put up where people can find you. Um, everyone's uh, Deb, Char, Libby Life. Um, They've been and- pinging me. <laughs> everyone's going to be following you now. Um, I'm looking forward to your 90 minute recaps, ladies. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, Have an amazing night and I will see you around because I'll be spying on you. Thank you. (laughs) Wasn't that so amazing? Okay. I just, I cannot. So here's the thing. I hope that you understand that first of all, like just what we're trying to do here is just so, so much bigger than just losing this weight. When we talk about finally and forever and, you know, the conversations you need to have with yourself and the feels that are going to come up and the stuff that you're going to work through, it's really, truly all part of the process. Um, we know that some of you are unnerved by week four, right? Look at it. If you're new to the program, it's a practice round. If you're a returning member, jump in, lean in, right? And also at the end of the day, you're not alone on this, you know, and that's a big part of in, inviting amazing um, guests on and, you know, sharing their journey is is we're hoping that it's going to resonate to let you know that you're you're not the only one who feels like this you're not the only one whose scale isn't moving you're not the only one working through this feel or that feel um be prepared this is what this messy middle is all about i i don't know about you guys but i'm looking forward to many more of these amazing conversations thank you for joining me today have an amazing week four and we'll see you next week bye 
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com